Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hey guys, so today I'm going to talk about a relatively scary topic and do not take it for a completely face value, but I'll be talking today about the big macro and micro trends in e-commerce, how things are interacting in general in the world, and why I think, you know, e-commerce era could be ending or at least evolving and how you should be looking to adapt your business to be relevant five or 10 years after today. Because everybody is good about today, right? But if you're looking at businesses that were started five to eight years ago in the commerce field, you would not be able to have success with the same style of business right now, which was in the past mainly drop shipping. And I know everybody is glowing and raving how e-commerce market penetration grew this year due to COVID. And honestly, a lot of people say we made uh, at least five to 10 years leap in the e-commerce in just one year due to market penetration. And a lot of people are happy about this. But when I'm looking at it from macro perspective and, you know, looking at the economic cycles in general, I think it might be a bad thing. And this is what I'll be talking about. So in general, there exist huge trends in the market and there are like bigger, smaller trends. And there's, of course, 100 year trends when we are talking about, you know, completely artificial intelligence. Now, you know, we're talking about educational changes. That's a huge trend. But majority of us should focus on smaller trends. This is 10 to 15 year trend. And even smaller gap is three to five year trends. So 10 to 15 year trends are, I would still call them relatively major trends. And if we would be thinking about Amazon, right? Amazon was started on one of these trends, which was like e-commerce in general. Like it was actually internet trend even. And now it's reaching maturation. It's getting harder to be successful in e-commerce. Then there was a dropshipping trend that I think started about eight to nine years ago. And that's like the most simple ones. If we are taking the trend which is starting right now, the major trend, it's decentralization and cryptocurrencies, and we are seeing that. So these trends could be split, I would say, in three different parts. So the first part is the two to three year period out of these 10 to 15 years major trend. Two to three years, which is the kind of the kickstarting of a trend. And if you are looking into the most recent one, right, it's cryptos or dropshipping, like, People start noticing the trend, they start getting into it, but it's still, you know, not something major, not everybody shouting about it. Even FBA or things that were like in Amazon, right? When FBA was just starting, it was so easy to make money there. For like first two, three years, it was maybe even a bit harder right at the start, but it was enough to position you right. And when there was another period after these two to three years, five to eight year period, that was a maturation period in which the business and category matured. This is where a lot of people started to post about it on YouTube, about BA, about dropshipping. And this is kind of a phase we are starting to just hit with crypto. And this is where usually the golden period, the first three to four or five years. This is where, you know, you literally could be doing anything and making money from it. And if we were looking into e-commerce, this is where the dropshipping was, you know, 
about five to eight years ago from now, it was in its golden period. You could be doing anything. You wouldn't even need your retention or all these complications. And you would be making millions, to be honest, if you knew what you did. Good examples are fidget spinners, right? <laughs> we know all Nick Shackleforth and what he did there, but the reality is it was a relatively early trend there in e-commerce in general and drop shipping. And now to do the same thing, it would not be possible as it was easy to do it back then. And then after these, in general, between seven to 11 years, right, from the trend start, you start reaching a maturation phase or like actually not a maturation, saturation phase. Where the market becomes so saturated, it's still doable. It's You still can be successful. It's so much harder to entry this market because you really, really need to be doing all the things right. And this is where we are slowly going into the e-commerce that this right now. To be honest, if you do not have the right funnel, if you do not have retention, if you do not have good ads, good offer, it's very, very hard to be successful in e-commerce. While let's say in crypto, you could be dropping your money pretty much into any crypto. If you just pull out at the right time, you will be making money with diversified enough portfolio. And that's a trick, right? I'm not saying not to do e-commerce, but just be aware that these things exist. And what happens after the saturation phase? To be honest, it's, it depends. Uh, it very depends on the field. Sometimes there's like main players that are taking over the market. For example, we can look at the car manufacturers. It was a bit longer trend. It was 50 to 80 years that it was in development. But now there's like main players here and it's very hard to disrupt that industry. Of course, Tesla was able to do it because we caught another major trend, which is electric cars. And to be honest, we I, I would say maybe we didn't fully start it, but it was a huge catalyst. And if we're looking at the Tesla, Tesla is also reaching its golden period right now, which is five, eight years in the production, right? And it's starting to reach this kind of where everybody is accepting it as a normal thing, right? This means a few more years. And actually, even right now, like all the other competitors are jumping into and, and doing the same thing. This means a few more years. And it will be, once again, hard to get and introduce something new into the category if you do not have deep pockets and do not know what you're doing. And to be honest, right now, we are on the shift of two biggest trends. So one, e-commerce is reaching maturation, and I feel the data trend that, you know, we all know the Facebook iOS 14, the Google depixelization, and no cookies. In general, we are reaching another trend in data science, and it was a big thing. It was reaching for the last five to eight years, it was in development. Now it's actually starting to go downhill, and this trend is subsiding a bit. So it's very important to be aware of these things first if you want to be preparing for them. Now there is another trend cycle. It's three to five year trends. And usually here it's the same cycle, right? One year is the start of it. Then there is two to three years is the golden period. And then there is a downturn or saturation where it's very hard to be successful in it. And here we could be looking even into the product cycles. Let's say we go into e-commerce and we know like things started with, let's say, supplements. When supplements, you know, became kind of maybe irrelevant in the form that they were at. So people started to do a gummy supplements, right? And when it hit, you know, first year, like maybe somebody was talking about it. When it suddenly exploded, it reached market saturation. And now, you know, it's very hard to get into that field even. Same thing, kind of quite a bit of other niches, let's say in skincare, 
there was a huge trend about acne preventing products. But now if it's a generic product, it's uh, diminishing. There was a big trend about cosmetics in general that would hide your blemishes, your imperfections, etc. Now the new trend is about naturalism. And it's important to track these trends if you're running an e-commerce business. These trends exist for channels, for marketing approaches, for your business positioning, for product USPs. For example, the newest trends, let's say in skincare, are the hemp products, the probiotics, and quite a bit of different things that just stack up and, you know, will be the next big thing in the market. And once again, some of them are just starting year one. Some of them are in year two to three, let's say the hemp probiotic, I would say it's still in year one. And there's also like personalized skincare, which is still in year one. So meaning like the next two, three years will be a golden period. And maybe it could be a way for looking to start a new product or new line, something to look at. And ideally, you should be looking into the long term when you're starting a business or just running a business. Think about what will be relevant two, three years after because the world will be changing. And if you're thinking what's just working right now, of course, do that. But think always about what's the next two, three years, five to eight years. So your business would be prepared for big market shifts. And relatively easy is to do this market research. You can go to Trend Hunter, uh, just Google it. It's, it's one of the websites that they love to frequent. And we are doing this research and we literally you know, present you based on industry field, the next market trends and the saturation, the target audience that's in this trend, what's emerging, what's happening, what's reaching saturations. Kind of cool website just to track these things. And to be honest, this is very important to be thinking about two to three years later, because I was talking lately with a lot of my friends that started businesses about three years, four years ago, and right now are doing about 30 to 50 mil. Some, some of them are doing 80 mil even. The thing is, now we are starting to reach the saturation phase of their trend because often we just hit one of the trends too. And what we did, right, what's starting to happen is, first of all, competition. A lot of competition came into the field and it was harder to stand out with the same messaging. And a lot of them made this mistake. We didn't think about what's the next big thing and we didn't reposition their business for that next big thing to catch the next wave if we want to maintain or grow. So there are like two factors. One is that we lost the competition came in the market, which what happens in the maturation, saturation phases. And at the same time, what happened is we weren't able to pivot the business. And this is why what I'm seeing a lot of more smarter business owners are doing is one of the two. Either we're building the business for three, four, five years. We just, you know, start the business. And our goal is just to grow that e-commerce business as fast as possible to 30, 40, 50 mil mark, sometimes more, but usually that's a golden zone. And to do an exit before the trend shifts while we are still on uptick and, you know, we get better evaluation, etc. Or they are looking to reposition the business and to create a cult around the business that is ever evolving based on trends and always, you know, experimenting with new things. So yeah, that's kind of my two takeaways, right? Be aware that e-commerce reaching saturation and you really need to know what you're doing here to be successful. And it's no longer just about one child, it's about everything because you need to be really good at everything and rated at least 8.5, if not 9 out of 10 to be really successful at e-commerce and growing now. Or kind of another thing is look for these micro trends in three to five year cycle if you're starting a business or running it, how to reposition, how to 
direct your business. And this is kind of even what we are doing with an agency here, right? The podcast and what we are doing a few years ago, let's say running Facebook community as a main priority, now it's changing into podcast because podcast is the next few years. And I'm not saying it's the best way to position or do the marketing, right? To be honest, there are like so many other marketing tricks and positionings you could be doing even if you're running an agency, right? That would lead you to being successful two, three years from now. It's just what we chose and what what was working for us the best and something that we enjoy to do. That was the most important thing. So yeah, just think about it. What's in there for your business for the next three to five years and then 10 to 15 years? What's your exit plan? And what's the big picture? And this is what I wanted for you to take from this podcast. So hopefully you have enjoyed. And if you guys have any questions, just go into the episode's description, scroll down a bit. There's a link to our Facebook community, same community that I just mentioned that started to focus a bit less, but still quite active. And a lot of people are asking us questions. And usually I just answer them personally. Or there's also quite a bit of people that are pitching in. So if you have a question, just go there, drop it in, and I will answer it. So yeah, guys, see you on another episode and have an amazing day. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.